Today's episode of Hear That Podcast Ground is brought to you by Game Time. Okay, folks, time for a little pop quiz. Do you think Bengals tickets are cheaper three weeks or three hours before the game? You can find the answer with Game Time, the ticket buying app that proves patience is more than just a virtue. It can save you some serious cash. Game Time is the leader in last minute tickets. Pick your deal, see the view from where you're sitting, and buy in two taps. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. Download Game Time in the App Store or Google Play. Work that clock to your advantage and score last minute tickets. Welcome to the walkout edition of Hear That Podcast. Growling presented as always by uh, our good friends at 50 West Brewing Company, who fortunately for you make very potent beer and that is delicious and can hopefully brighten up your Sunday that continues to somehow get worse than the previous weeks. Last week was Monday, so... I, don't, I, I got nothing here, folks. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's there's no shining this one up. It's there's just, there really isn't. There 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 just isn't. Maybe maybe that beer can make zero and five feel like one and four. Yeah. Two and three maybe. Yeah. No. On how many you have? Yeah. No, there's not. There's just not enough. Uh, Bengals lose uh, on a field goal by Zane Gonzalez at the gun. Twenty six to twenty three. Fall to zero and five. And I sort of tweeted this after the game. If you can't win this game, this was just an absolute, just ugly, craptastic, <laughs> crap fest between two crap teams doing crap things. Is there a, I don't know the record for most plays that end with multiple flags on the field, but it was like any time either team would do anything, there would be flags. There was like an actual like false start for the quarterback walking forward. It was just, it was everything the bad teams do. Missed short field goals, red zone suck outbound everywhere. Everything the bad teams do, both these teams were doing on repeat today. Yeah, I don't know what that record is either, but I'm pretty confident it was broken today. Yeah. I mean, it was just, and it was, I mean, it was, like you said, the quarterback walking forward. What about the uh, Cardinals coming out? Was it out of a timeout? Was it after a touchdown? Getting the delay a game? Oh, when yeah. the Bengals got the three and out stop to, yeah. to give them a chance. And I, that, I mean, that was a Bengal moment from, from years past where, how do you come out first play after they score a touchdown and you don't know what you're doing, you get a delay of game? I mean, there's just so many things um, on, on both sides that, I mean, you can almost make a game out of it, you know, which which team did this, which team did that, because they, they both did a bunch of, as you said, craptacular things. Neither team deserved to win this game, honestly. Somebody had to, and Not somebody really. did. Could have been a tie. Could have deserved to be a tie. It deserved to be a tie. It, it, it's... It's really, um, we've already gotten to the point now, after five weeks, this team is not, I mean, this team isn't coming out of it. 
There's no, we we've kind of been talking about this during the week that we're we're now this you can you can cash it in. You start. It's about okay. Where's their draft position going to be, and are they going to make moves at the trading deadline? I mean, there's a really and, and will they will they win a game? Will there be any progress from now until the end? But outside of that, I mean, that's all that we're really that is really relevant on the rest of this year already because of where they're at and the fact that they're not coming out of this thing. And for the coaches, it's who do they want to take with them to next year to to fight their way out of this? You know, start building, find some building blocks this year, but. I mean, they're going to find out a lot about the character of some of these guys. I, I know some of them are under contract, but some you could move on from. Um, it's just, it's it's like, it's, I mean, they're not going to fire Zach Taylor, obviously, but you see this all the time when teams do fire coaches where all of a sudden everybody realizes, hey, I'm playing for my job. There's a new sheriff in town, so to speak. Uh, that's what these this coaching staff is going to be looking at is, is who do they want to ride with going into next year. I don't know. All all I think about right now is you. It's time. Like I, you, you have to, you have to sell off whatever pieces you have. You have a team going nowhere. A young coach that this team is almost clearly going to be drafting a quarterback in the top of next of next year's draft. You're going to be in rebuild mode. You have a bunch of pieces that teams would want that are in their 30s with massive cap hits. You owe it to yourself and to having any kind of a plan to be entertaining this and do it. I, I talked to, I actually talked to Andy Dalton a little bit about this after the game and said, look, are you worried that they're going to start to sell off pieces? And that obviously would include him in that mix as well. And he said, that's not who we've been around here. And I sort of pointed out to him, well, you also haven't been 0-5. And you haven't been in this – this is new territory because this team, as, as much as people bemoan it, as much as it's been a problem, has never been like this in recent – not since before Marvin Lewis. We're going all the way back to those days. And the NFL has never been like this with so much dealing at the deadline, and we're seeing it's turning more into like baseball can be. Yeah. And you you have a chance to, to flip your roster into a bunch of draft picks in a hurry – after a game like today and the direction this thing is going you have to i you i mean it's 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 tough to see you not entertaining that at this point what what i think fans need to worry about is i mean how many times in the 90s did you see this where they were just absolutely horrible and then all of a sudden late in december they put together some wins and they start thinking oh we're not that far away and they don't make changes i wonder if they as opposed to looking at 0-5, say, hey, there's three games where we had the lead or were tied in the fourth quarter. We're not that far away. I, that wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I think that's crazy thought, but it wouldn't surprise me at all for this front office to start thinking that way. And you know where they stand loyalty-wise. They they love AJ. They love Andy. And I, I, think, I think it would be – even though it makes sense, I think it'll be really hard for them to part ways with those guys. I don't think they want to trade A.J. Green. I don't think they have intentions of doing so. But like we said this week, I mean, if you don't have an extension with him by the trading deadline, I don't know how 
I don't know how you 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 allow that guy to essentially walk for nothing but for whatever nothing. his comp pick ends up being. Like, if if you do, I mean, there's report I, these reports. You never know the latest that oh the teams would be willing to give up a first round pick for uh, essentially a half a season of AJ Green. Um, I don't maybe maybe it, it's hard to know. You don't. I mean, we've seen a. First rounds being thrown around out there this year. I mean, teams are giving them up. Mika Fitzpatrick, the trade with the Dolphins and the and the Texans. Um, it's not like they're not being given up. I mean, the Steelers pick for Mika Fitzpatrick. Think about that. Right. I mean, that's that could be a. I mean, that could be a top ten pick that they gave up for. For now, granted, it's a guy on a rookie contract and all that stuff. But AJ Green, a premier receiver. You know, if you were talking about a, a Green Bay type team. That's a contender. Imagine him with Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden, how great they think that they could be. Or even New England. I mean, yeah. New England makes these trades all the time. They trade yes. Cincinnati guys, they were willing to take a chance on Antonio Brown and all the crap that comes with him. You get zero of that with with A.J. Green. You know what you're getting. You're getting a good soldier, a, a really good receiver. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to, to see them in, in the mix. And, and when it comes to Andy, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Chicago goes and loses to Oakland today. Chase Daniel is horrible. I mean, maybe maybe the offers start coming in for him as well. They're, I don't think they're going to be as high as they would be for AJ, but you never know. I mean, quarterbacks. Yeah, and I, I just to me that's 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 all that we have to talk about anymore because it, or else we're going to end up talking about fourth and one cube shotgun QB sneak attempts, whatever. One of the worst play calls. Now, who I don't know. I, it was funny. We were laughing over the transcript. But you asked, "Were you supposed to have some, do something different? Have something different happen on that play?" And it's like, I sure as hell hope so. But it is true. It's like, what was what was being attempted there? Please explain what was being attempted there because it's like it it, it, it certainly make it was one of the one of the worst play calls you'll see. And that was the you, you talked about the transcript with Andy with, with Zach. That was the first time that we've seen him be really short and kind of cut off a question. Someone asked him um, what the thinking was on that fourth down play, and he said to run and get the first down, and he just left it at that. Um, he, there was a little bit of a different tone with him. There was a little, was a little, he wasn't surly. He wasn't short other than that question with the reporters, but there, there was a little bit of – there was anger, and there – I don't know – not discussed, but you can tell that that there, things are starting to bother him. But it was interesting. I, I, I've, I've not seen this before. It was after his press conference, and then he comes in, and he has a little thing with Lapham in the locker room. And then he went down the row and, like, went and shook every guy's hand, gave some hugs, and, and like, was given words of encouragement to every single player, like, one-on-one. And I've not seen that before. Um, I think that's all part of his message is – being a connected team and trying to keep this group together, but man, it's going to be hard. I mean, it, it's not like things are going to turn around next week or next month. This is going to be a long losing season. And how hard is it going to be if they do make them, you know, the moves that we're, t- if, if you see some, I mean, you know, I, I, we were talking, I was talking with Drake or Patrick afterwards and I said, well, what would be the ripple effect if that happened? He, he's, I know you're talking about, you're talking about AJ. Mm-hmm. He's like he he basically said something to the effect of it would ruin it. I mean, it would be that would be terrible, and it would break everything down. I mean, it would. 
And it goes back to, what are you doing? Are you trying to build a roster? Are you trying to create a culture? Can you do those two things together? How can you afford to, to, to do both, to try to do both at the same time? Because at a certain point, are you, when you look at what we're looking at here, are we looking at a team that doesn't have good culture or chemistry or are we looking at not enough talent? To me, I mean, and certainly with the future of what they're going to be, it's a team that doesn't have enough talent and the talent's only getting older. You, you have to have a plan. And your plan can't be just to let this continue to ride it out and say, oh, new coach, it'll it'll get better. That Arizona Cardinals team might win. That might be their only win all year. Yeah. I mean, they, they might win two. Kyler Murray might win them a couple of games, three, four maybe, right? It's a bad, that is a bad team. And they came to your house and they played pretty bad. And you still, you were down. You needed miracles to get back in at the end and still lose the gun. Yeah. That, you, who are you beating? What is your, where is your talent? What, what do you have? You have no plan. You're, you're, a, you're a rudderless franchise right now with no direction other than everything here is new and nobody seems to know what's going on. And the, the only plan is to try to restart and get a boatload of picks and one of them be a quarterback and hit the start over button for 2020 and hope that, that you can be a little bit, you know, the Daniel Jones. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of these rookie quarterbacks are coming in and having yeah. instant impacts now. Even some guys off the backing, the Gardner Minshews of the world. Right. I mean, we're seeing these college quarterbacks are coming in. They're having instant impacts because they're much better at when they show up to, to play the game at this level. That Maybe that, that's where your start button has to be because what what this is what we're watching now it ain't it brother no i mean what yeah maybe they had a plan when the season started but you yeah you got to rip it up yeah you have to adjust you can't you can't say we're going to ride that plan out to the end of the year there's just there's no way around it the the season is over there's no i mean we we, we talked about it before what was uh one percent chance of making the playoffs after zero and four has anybody ever done it after zero and five i don't know i mean it matter does it, yeah, it doesn't matter, and and it's like the like Dre was saying, it, it blows everything up and it changes everything. And I I think these guys these guys are smart enough to know that if they're trading Andy and they're trading AJ, it's not because they see them as the problem. It's because they see this is the time to go in a new direction. And I go back to like those midseason coach fight. I mean, that puts everybody on alert, mm-hmm. and that it could have a positive effect where guys, not that they're not playing hard now, but. I think you get a little extra effort, and people when people know they're playing for jobs that that everybody's expendable. But also, at some sometimes you have to move back in order to move forward, and I think that's mm-hmm. where we're at right now. I mean, this the idea that this will this group will will come together and it'll it'll be better next year is false, um, and and that and especially when you consider the dynamic of some of the value that they have, so. That's all I'm watching over the next few weeks. I mean, whatever. Maybe, maybe they can get a few wins. Maybe, maybe they get a few guys back. AJ Green does come back. I mean, but what do you get out of that? You know what I mean? Like, what what do you get out of you know some guys come back and you win a couple of games and you go three and thirteen with a couple of back end? I mean, what? The worst draft pick is what you get, and that's it. Right. No, but my, we know Miami is gonna be over. Uh, at or, least till week 16. At least until week 16, right? I mean, so we're talking about, 
we don't we don't know. We 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 don't know. I do know Duke Tobin was in Baton Rouge this weekend watching two top projected quarterbacks go up against each other. It's no secret where this organization is. None whatsoever. We said this was the make or break year for Andy Dalton. It's broken. Yeah. Okay? It's whether that's Andy's fault or not, whatever. Up for debate elsewhere. That that this it appears that we can close the book on that now. As far as him being here in 2021, maybe whether he goes here next year or whatever, what he's doing there, I don't know. But they're on quarterback watch. They need to be. They know it. Everybody knows it, and that's fine. And that's why you need to be finding whatever you can do to get more high draft picks and rebuild your roster that way. Because this mess is is not good enough. It's, it's a different sport, but the economics of sport are the same. All you got to do is look at a team that's playing in the Major League Baseball playoffs right now, the Astros. Mm-hmm. They tore it down to the studs, lost 100 games in a row, three years in a row. They lost 100 games three years in a row, and now look, they're, they're like the model franchise in the league. I'm not saying the Bengals can get there, but that's 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 how it works. When, you, when things are going bad, you, you can't think you're going to fight your way out of it. You just need to... You need to, like you said, you gotta have a plan. You gotta, you gotta tear it down and and start over. And that's just it. This team has been consistently slow to do this, slow to to tear a plan up, to ride it out, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. Will they be? Because no, their plan coming into this year was not to tank. It was not. They no one viewed this no. as a rebuild. No one from on the off the record top front office down to the very the, the lowest people in the organization. Everyone I talked to they said that that this was not a rebuild. This was a team they believed could win and they believed could win now, and it isn't. It's not close. It's and so for that fact, you got. Will they adjust or will they wait too long? We people talk about the Reds how they waited too long to start their rebuild and it made everything worse and you wonder did they ever really do it there's there's something about being definitive um it's tough it's a really tough thing to do um but sometimes those are those are the tough decisions that that you have to make organizationally understand there will be fallout there'll be fallout in the locker room it gets worse before it gets better but you hope you come back in, in the nfl you can turn it around faster if you have the quarterback yeah, and you have a bunch all. of top picks, these guys play immediately. They can make an instant impact. You get back Jonah Williams next year. If you add another, if you had three first-round picks and Jonah Williams, you basically have four first-round picks, such that could be out there playing, including a quarterback. I mean, these types of things can happen fast for you if you have the right pieces and you'd have to draft correctly and all other stuff. But regardless, this is where we're at. Like we're in week, we're we're at the end of week five, and this is this is the conversation because. The Bengals lose 26-23 in a bad game against a bad Arizona team, and that's that. I, this is I feel bad. I I feel I feel bad that this is the conversation that we're having, but this is what the walkout is. This is what everybody is leaving the stadium talking about right now because that's what it is. It's 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 the it's what's next. Yeah. It's what's next. What's next certainly isn't like really caring about that rip roaring game in Baltimore next week. Yeah, I mean, hope died today. There's there's just no there's no coming out. I mean, even. You look, what's what's the one area where everybody hammers this team on this year is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And they actually played pretty well today. They gave up eight sacks Monday night. They only gave up one today, and that was kind of a weird broken play. Only two other hits. They lose Andre Smith, so John Jerry, their fourth string left tackles in there, and he didn't play that poor. I mean, the offensive line, I thought, really bounced back from a bad, bad performance, and they still get killed because 
The other issue that everybody hammers, the linebackers, was still a problem. The yeah. defense was still a problem. Giving up over 500 yards for the second time this year. Giving up at least 259 rushing yards for the second time this year. I, I mean, who I need to go look, but who knows? When was the last time Arizona rushed for 266 yards in a game? I, yeah. It just doesn't happen. So they, they're... There, there are things that some things work today. I mean, Andy came back from just a horrible first half, four of ten for 22 yards, plays great, 23 of 27 in the second half, two touchdowns, 240 yards, gets them back in the game. The defense gives it up. That I mean, every time you see a little bit of hope, it just it gets squashed. And now 0 and 5. I just like I said, I think hope died today. There's even the most even optimistic Bobby cannot think that they're pulling out of this. Moral victory today, I think, I think is what you could call this. The, the fight in the team, that's what it's all about, stacking moral victories but still <laughs> losing. That's what it's about at this point. They didn't uh, quit. That they, was... they didn't quit, right? <laughs> Fighting till the end. Uh, that was the, uh, you know, those old bad highlight videos <laughs> that they do from old seasons. I believe it's the 2002 Bengals highlight video when they went 2-14. and 14. Go back and check it out. I believe the theme of that was fighting till the end. I put potentially that could end up being the uh, 2019 Bengals uh, highlight video theme as well. Fighting to the end, uh, coming to a, a bad PBS station near you uh, in, in sometime in the near future. Uh, all right, let's wrap up that uh, piece of goodness. And um, thanks everybody uh, for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, with the big addition of here, that podcast growling. And, uh, of course, the growler coming there this week before we head to Baltimore uh, next weekend. So, anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening here to that podcast growling, the walkout. We will talk to you next time.